1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
0: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC. Can
1: we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like, um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi, everybody. Uh, I always get surprised. I don't know why. Uh, we're here for another episode of Bread and Wine with my lovely wife, Nicole, where we have a conversation about life, money, relationships, all sorts of maybe even awkward conversations about money. And uh, much we do always. It pretty much awkward. always. I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, every Friday, get together, have conversation. Sometimes we do it with wine, hence the name. And then sometimes we have a plane to catch in a few hours and we're not going to drink during the middle of the day. So Cheers to this nice, lovely, what kind of tea is this?
1: Passion fruit.
0: Passion fruit tea. Kind of smells okay. like wine. Yeah, does. But not wine. So anyway, what All are we right. talking about today, babe?
1: All right. We're going to talk about something that I think everyone can relate to, that in the same vein that we always do, something happened this week. Right? <laughs> um, and, um, and I want to talk about tipping. Mm. So um, here's what happened this week. For work, we um, we rented a car, and all, all in all, I think, you know, we rented this car from someone, and it was like $1,300 for two days. Fancy car. Yeah, it was. It was a Tesla.
0: Oh, yeah, Tesla.
1: <laughs> so, um, at the end of it all, um, I get a text message from the person that we rented it from um, saying, feel free to tip. Mm-hmm. So... The first thing that popped through my head was, "Oh, I, I didn't. I I guess I don't rent cars very often, and I've certainly never rented a car off of this website. So, like, is is tipping? Are you supposed to?" And this wasn't like
0: Enterprise Rent a Car or like one of those. It was a different
1: kind of like the Airbnb of of renting cars, right? right? Turo, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't know what etiquette is, and. So I asked my boss, cause this is not my money. This is the company's money. Um, and I was kind of thinking, oh, okay, tip, feel free to tip. So I guess, you know, it kind of did catch me off guard. Cause I did not think that's yes, necessarily a service industry kind of thing where you would tip, but you know, I assumed, okay, well, what would 10% be? Okay. Like 130 bucks. So I, um, Suggested that to my boss, and he said, "Heck no, <laughs> thirty nine hundred dollars for two days." They got paid, right? Yeah. So
0: they upcharge the big I'm luxury like, car for two days. Right,
1: yeah, I mean, I guess that does make sense too. But I don't know that there's necessarily etiquette out there for something like this, yet. right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so new, it's like this app, and it's brand new, and you don't know. It's not. It's not like going to a restaurant where that's pretty laid nice. out in our lexicon of uh, yeah. of of tipping.
1: Right. I mean, you go to a restaurant, you assume you're going to tip 20% as Mm -hmm. long as there's not, you know, anything horrible or, you know, we've tipped more than that before too, for, you know, holiday time and stuff. But you kind of assume at least 20% for service. Right. Um, You assume, you've spoken actually to a tip expert. Tell Mm -hmm. me about that.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. It was a few years ago, so I'm totally going to butcher all the details. But totally twenty, fifteen 15 to 20% for like restaurants. The one that I always had the, the difficulty with, and I still do when I go there is sort of that I'll call it the subway or the Panera or the, you know, that sort of fast casual restaurant where they, they are providing you food, but they are not serving it to you per se. They're essentially, you know, making the order and then somebody's cooking it in the back. And then they flip around the iPad and it says tip or not tip. That's the
1: worst moment.
0: And it's like, like when did I we have know. to be
1: like put on blast like yeah. that? But I, I honestly think they get more tips.
0: Oh, for sure. If you ask, you A-S-K-U-G-E-T, baby. So,
1: And not only just asking, but there's the additional pressure of the person sitting there Looking at you yeah. as you are looking as at you're the
0: deciding screen. to hit zero percent, right.
1: and you're like, well, Can I tell where my finger's going on the screen? Uh.
0: But anyway, this etiquette person said, Don't feel obligated. That is, uh, that is an opportunity for you to say zero percent or ten percent if they've gone above and beyond because it's not a typical service. I'm sitting, you're sitting down at a restaurant and there's a waiter, and then in in those cases the waiters or the waitresses are paid less on an hourly rate because of their opportunity to get more tips which is ridiculous in, in my my opinion but um but we're so not going to solve that we're not going to solve problem. that today yeah. but anyway that that's that's always a big conundrum for me and okay, I still so
1: you're drawing a <laughs> difference between you know somebody is getting paid below minimum wage with the expectation that to break even
0: <laughs> right
1: really there are uh, you have to provide the tip but you're saying since the service people that work at Panera first for example they're getting paid a normal amount mm-hmm then you don't need to feel obligated or you personally don't feel obligated.
0: Well, I, I feel conflicted all the time, yeah. you know, especially as we start to make more money and, you know, build wealth for ourselves. It's right. like, am I really going to squabble over another dollar or two for this person who's making seven seventy five or $8? Right. It's like, Oh, dude, just throw in a couple more dollars or right. whatever, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's more of the decision fatigue as opposed yes. to me being stingy. I would say it's like, Okay, well, what's my what's my go? You know how you make a million decisions a day. Yeah, it's like I just want to have that decision made before right. I go into said store. If I go to Starbucks and I'm like, all right, are they filling up a cup of coffee and then handing it to me? Do I do I tip at that point? And if I just make that decision ahead of time, then I'm less fatigued, you know. Right. And if if I'm like, hey, if I'm I'm always gonna tip. I'm always going to tip no matter where I go. Okay, that's cool. Be the, be the always tipping guy. But for me, I always like to know how much I'm going to spend each month because that makes me feel comfortable as well. So I just have to factor that into our lifestyle. And I don't know. I kind of want to. But also, we, we are now on more of a fixed income than they were in the past. So and there's lots of other things that we want to do. Will a couple dollars here and there be? Make or break that? I don't know. Maybe because we go out a lot. Yeah, you, know? you
1: add them all up. If yeah, it's five it stops
0: be... of different places a day, a couple dollars here, here or there. Uh, yeah, that could be that Deliver- could be a lot of money.
1: When we get deliveries, yep. like you know, heavy deliveries or something. Yes. You know, that's yeah. another one. Honestly, that could add up to. I, I would say, on average, that could add up to two hundred to maybe 500 a month sure if it was five dollars here yeah you know ten dollars there ten percent everywhere yeah 20 when you go to you know a sit down i honestly would think that would be like a pretty huge line item
0: sure well i so, mean it's it's kind of interesting though that we're we're talking about this though because then you know one tradition that we like to do during the holidays is as a big tip so yeah. uh, and we try to do this during the holidays to kind of you know bring people up, especially people who are in the service industry to kind of make them feel good, you know? Um, so would it make more sense for us to just scatter that throughout the entire year instead of that? Or I don't know, that goes back to the selfish feeling of like, honestly, a big, I don't want to say a big part of it. I really like the big tip Tuesday thing that we do during the holidays, but I'll say selfishly, I like to do it because of the feeling. And I know I'm not supposed to, I should just do it out of kind of my heart, but I really like it. I really like being able to make somebody smile. I love the recognition. I'm a words of affirmation guy. For somebody to say, thank you, this made my day, that just warms my heart. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting off on a tangent here. We are selfish beings, (laughs) honestly. But
1: at least somebody else is getting, you know, making out on top of that. Yes,
0: exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Okay, so, question about the woman that you interviewed that was a quote-unquote tip expert. Yes. So, she gave you advice on... Um, for example, don't feel obligated to tip at, you know, Panero when they ask for 10 or, you know, you're provided the option to give 10%. Mm -hmm. Now, I wonder if she is basing that on, is, is that based on what she thinks is the appropriate thing to do? Or is it based on research of what people do in the past based on, Credit card statements that she has mm. access. So, to so or for that or? for
0: that episode, which I'll link to the show notes and everybody because it, it was kind of interesting. I interviewed two people during that show. I interviewed a uh, an etiquette expert, and then I also interviewed somebody who works for the credit card companies that mm-hmm. says here's what is actually shown when it comes to that credit card data. And so, they gave a little bit more information on things like uh, do people tip around hair stylists and that information. So I don't have all that data right now, unfortunately, but I think I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes for people can see the difference between those two areas, because yes, there's etiquette of what we say we should do. do. And then what do actually people do? Right. Um, and, uh, the, the general range for the restaurant tipping is around that sort of 15% range. So if you want to be a little bit more generous, um, 20% is, you know, but this was all three years ago as well, too. Know, so data's changed quite say. a so bit. So if
1: it's based on data, that yeah. was kind of right when they started giving prompting on the kiosks for
0: really? 10%. Really? Three years ago? I think they've been doing that for a long time. they? Well, I think so. Well. It seems more prevalent now.
1: Regardless. Yeah. I think things change over time. Mm-hmm. People... Maybe more used to those prompts three years later or however many years later, and maybe people are trending to tip more now. Sure. So I don't know. I mean, it's just interesting. So coming out of that interview, Mm -hmm. you and I did kind of, because we didn't want to have this decision Mm -hmm. fatigue, and we did come out with like a few rules that we said we would kind of follow up by. I do remember one of them, which I I like because now it's like I just know that any time we're getting a catering order mm-hmm. that we tip 10%.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that that was the difference. That was that was our our family rule that when we go for the Starbucks or the Panera or whatever we're getting a sandwich or something, we don't we don't have to feel obligated to to tip anything. But we do if we do a larger order of a takeaway. So right. like if we order from La Marsa down the street or where it's, it's a um, you an know, uh, Arabic restaurant where you can get, Middle Eastern restaurant where you can get like large orders, like $60 or $70 worth of food for your family or $100 if you ever, $200 for a party or something like that. So it's like, okay, we, they're not serving us at a table, but we're going to go I'm there. Sure they did a lot of work to make it look good, so let's put 10% on that. So that's been a family rule of ours yeah. with it come to, when it comes to food. So 0% for fast casual of that like Subway, Starbucks, Panera, Couple bucks if you want to. If you're feeling up, you know, feeling generous, ten percent for large takeaway catering orders, and then twenty percent for restaurants. You know where you hair. get a service. Yeah. yeah oh, oh, yeah. The other things too is so yeah. hair mm-hmm. You know, um, restaurant uh, at, at a restaurant, um, and then there's there's another. We talked about other things during that interview too. It's travel. You know, so people often forget, and the the etiquette woman. Oh, I'm totally forgetting her name. Oh, it's so rude. Uh, I talked about how one of the most under-tipped things for people in travel is the hotel uh, cleaning staff. Mm. And and, And it's so funny that we're talking about this right now. Hotels are having a really difficult time staffing these positions because they're so underpaid. And maybe there's an expectation to get tipped, but they don't. Right. So for travel, uh, we try to do better with that. And I know since that interview, I think I've uh, I uh, for business travel, I did it a lot better. And I know that we've done that on vacations. You're always good at reminding me being like, hey, have we put any money lately for the, the cleaning staff? Right. We just put it on the bed and they take it. We either do it at the end or at the beginning or throughout the week. But a few bucks a day, you know, if you're going to be there for a week, like, you know, what twenty, you know, twenty five, something like that, because these these again, these these folks are working in the service industry. their tips help. So tell,
1: tell me about um when you your first job as a caddy,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. so i I was a caddy. When I was, I don't know, maybe ten or twelve years old, twelve years old, something like that, and they had those big, extremely heavy old bags. This was before like the nice light ping bags, you know, that everybody had. And so we'd get. I worked at this old country club uh, where I grew up, and they would pay us three dollars an hour. Uh, and if we made it to the next level, we'd get three twenty-five, or the next level, we'd get three fifty, or whatever, you know, with the expectation that you'd get these big tips from these. Rich old people, right? Uh, But that was not the case. Uh, We would go these four-hour rounds of me being a twelve-year-old boy, like carrying this rock bag, and then I'd come away, and some of these folks would give me a couple bucks after four hours, or you know, I got change one time, and I'm like, oh wow, this is not making, this is not working out for me. My goal here was to like be in the sunshine, make a lot of money on tips from rich people, and that did not happen. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if the if the hourly rate is lower than uh, than the minimum wage. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so I don't think everybody always knows when. Yeah. You know when you're supposed to tip when those people are not being paid. At That's, least true. Wage. That's true.
0: That's so true. Maybe
1: maybe those guys just you know thought he's getting paid by the mm-hmm. golf course. I'm sure it's fine. Here's a couple bucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, if you have to think about it from the employee ever. perspective, I mean, we're we're out there <laughs> spending a lot of money, and I know we're all very conscious of our money on the show and everything like that. But there's in order for making to make our society run, we need very helpful people that are doing so much work for us, um, making our food, cleaning our sheets, whatever, doing our laundry, you know, serving us food at restaurants, and those those people are working hard. So if we get the opportunity, if we have the blessings to be able to. To give more than than etiquette, then do it. Um, but so
1: channel yeah. that. Like we need to channel those situations mm-hmm. in our past. Yes. To make us feel more generous when we're absolutely. You know what I mean, and that's why I think it's like a like a, a the most wonderful idea to make our kids work. Yes. And especially in the service industry, you worked
0: as a waitress for a little while, didn't oh, you?
1: For like a week, <laughs> I couldn't hack it. I quit. <laughs> I, it was so difficult, yeah. and. When you're serving food that, you know, you work on a table for an hour and a half while they're eating, but the food only cost 10 bucks, mm-hmm. you're getting a dollar.
0: Yeah, right. Or, or two. Or two dollars. Yeah, two dollars yeah. yeah. is 20 Right, that would be generous <laughs> in our, generous, our case here, yeah. That's
1: You know, yeah, I couldn't <laughs> hack it, but I will tell you, I am so kind to um, the wait staff because of that. Yeah. Um, and I always tip 20% even if I get bad service. Absolutely. I do.
0: Absolutely. Well, because so I, think, it, I don't know how it works in each all the restaurants, but some of that money might go towards other people who yeah. worked on your meal too. The, the bussers, the, um, the cooks, and things like that too. So,
1: What about, um, okay, there's, there's so many more legs to this, mm-hmm. but we've almost run out of time. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's just real fast yeah. cover a couple of things. How about when you go you sit at the bar and you're just getting drinks. Do you yeah. do 20% when drinks cost oh, sometimes, good question. you know, sometimes your drink bill is just as much as a food bill.
0: But what do I do? I think I do 10% for drinks at a bar or That's I just do a I've couple bucks past, per, per, per drink. Yeah. yeah. And it depends. I don't know. I haven't that been to the bar like- a lot lately.
1: I know. Well, yeah, no, we haven't, but,
0: I went with uh, Todd the other day, and I think I did twenty percent. I think it was because I was kind of tipsy, though. So <laughs> I get a little more generous when I'm
1: tipsy. <laughs> um, okay, I've heard that though. Ten yeah. percent for just your drinks, but mm-hmm. if you get drinks and food, then it becomes twenty.
0: Yes, um,
1: I like that. So I also want to cover what happens, or you know, what's the mental exchange that happens when somebody comps something for you. So for example, when we went out to dinner with your brother yes. um, and the gentleman um, comped half of our bill.
0: Yeah. That's what Mike said. He well, was lying.
1: Okay. So <laughs> even if he was lying, let's say that did happen because okay. we ended up then yeah. tipping just as much as the bill. Yeah. So
0: like, I, in that, I in that case, that's like a I would mental
1: exchange that happens where it's yeah. like, maybe you would like, yeah, so what do you do if you get a free free drink? You're buying two drinks and they give you one for free. Then do you overtip, or is I, that like I, negating I the the free drink?
0: Uh, well, I, I I think it's an opportunity to say thank you to the to the server who's again probably not making that much money, but mm-hmm. was able to do a solid to repay that because you didn't expect it. And it's the same thing as like if you went into a restaurant with a gift card and your bill ended up being ten dollars instead of sixty dollars, you should still tip. On the $60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for
1: sure.
0: So I, I, so I see it as the same thing.
1: But, okay, so, but if you were gonna buy those two drinks and let's say it would cost $20 mm-hmm. and then you would tip five, mm-hmm. so 25, if you went in there and didn't get any drink for free, 25 bucks for those two drinks. Okay. Now let's say you go in and they give you two drinks for $10, but then you're gonna pay. Ten dollars or fifteen dollars for the tip or whatever, so you're still paying twenty to you know maybe twenty five dollars. So you're not getting like that's my question is if you then over tip, does that like make it net neutral? Like, I guess. Okay,
0: it's all psychological. It it's is. crazy. I know. That's why the Europeans have it have it down pat. They know. don't have to worry about any of that tipping Just stuff at restaurants.
1: But, um, again, we're not going to solve that today. Hmm. So the last thing that I want to cover before okay. we do key takeaways, uh-huh. because I think it's really interesting, okay. is your brother's philosophy on tipping. Yeah. Where, go back to the example of you know the cleaning staff at the hotel. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll tip a lot ah, up front. Yes. Because he's like, I want my money to work for me. I like that. They're going to see the big tip. They're going to give me better service. Mm-hmm. But then I'm not sure he actually... Continues to tip that same amount throughout the whole stay, but he front loads it. Now, a lot of people are like, well, let me get the service, and then let me tip based on the service. good question. Um, But then it's like you're leaving money at the end, and then... The per, you know it, to your brother's point, you're not really letting the money work for you.
0: Right? I like that. I like <laughs> that conundrum think? because I think I would answer it both ways too. Because I've paid people whether it's a contract or something upfront, and then they don't come back. Oh, you could yeah. have the same thing with maybe a wait. I think we did this on our trip one time. We we gave somebody twenty. We went with the oh, mic yeah. route. We gave him twenty bucks for our first drink. Yes, and he didn't come back.
1: That's right. Do you remember that?
0: He's yeah. like, I got my money. I'm good. I mean, maybe he didn't think that. Maybe he got busy doing other things. Right. But, but sure psychologically, not, he was like, I got the money I'm going to get. Right. So I don't know if there's a right answer there. Ooh,
1: yeah, it, again, it's all psychological.
0: But I, I like the theory of like, hey, I'm giving you money now. Well, I think maybe the best of both worlds is give money in the front and be able to give it in the end, too. Maybe yeah. not your full. Like, say I was going to yeah, give a hundred dollars up upfront. It's okay. Well, maybe maybe split that fifty fifty. Then you get the service, and then maybe they can come back for more. Because psychologically, yeah. we're all we're all wired like that, you know. Like, I oh, I got my money. I'll, I'll treat yeah. them well, but like I got the money already, you know. Right. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, yeah. it's okay. So you arrive at a restaurant, yeah. and you got forty bucks, yeah. whatever extra. Be like, all right, I'm giving twenty right now, and just be like, hey, we're gonna have a really, really great night, or a hundred dollars, whatever it is. Can you make sure it's special? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Got his hundred dollars. Then do you give more at the end? Right. Does he does he not show up because he's already got it? I mean, maybe right. he's obligated to the table. I don't know. There's so much there. I know. I know. Wow, that is yeah.
1: I know, and like if anybody like listens to this show often, you'll know that I have like I, I, anxiety just, <laughs> and so like all of this tipping. <sighs> Uh, this is just in true form like yeah I, I, think I feel it's decision like I have fatigue. this decision fatigue and anxiety yes. about like tipping or not tipping all day long.
0: Okay, well let's do so, takeaways because I think okay. that'll help um and I'll I'll start with number 1. I think number 1 based on that feeling that you have, I think you just number 1 make a decision on what your rules are personally and and whether you're going to listen to this episode that I'll share in the show notes on what people do and what the etiquette says. It's great for frame of reference, but I think it's more important for you just to make up your own rules and stick with them. That way you are letting your mind relax because no matter what you do, you're going to be wrong either way (laughs) in some people's minds. (laughs) Right. I mean, nobody's ever going to say that's perfect. You're doing it perfectly. You're, You're either not giving enough or you're giving too much or whatever. So just decide what is right for you and be done with it.
1: Agreed. Um, okay. and I would say my my key takeaway is um, if you do have kids or if you whatever, if you yourself have worked in the the industry, the uh, customer service industry, um, number one, I would say, tap into that if you have ever done it, or at least like just just empathize because I do think a lot of times we don't really realize that they're not getting paid very much. And that's just the way our society has chosen to treat, you know, or pay the service industry. We can't necessarily change that. So let's work within those confines and put our empathy forward when we're, when we're in those situations, um, where we can tip. And then if you do have kids, like I, I fully plan on on making our kids um, work when they're fifteen, 16 yeah. as soon as they can because I, I think that's experience that will stay with you and create a generous mindset for your life.
0: I so. love that. I love, I'm glad you and I are on the same page with that. I think you and, we we both worked as teens, mm-hmm. and so many of those lessons have shaped the types of bosses I want, the types of experience kept up at jobs I never want to have again. And it's good. All right, so so number three, if you don't have you know a bunch of extra money to go above and beyond and make people's day because these people are working so hard, that's okay too. Don't feel bad about that. What you can do though is treat people in the service industry with just like that they're like they're golden that they are literally making your food, taking care of your kids, whatever. Uh, you know, um, uh, doing your laundry all of the important things. So if you don't have the, the financial means, you definitely have the, the, the ability to treat them like gold. Just treat them nicely, treat them better than you wanna be treated, thank them over and over again. Because one thing that I like to do and again, it's probably because I'm a words of affirmation guy is just to, to say their name because they they have a name tag on for a reason. Sometimes I've said somebody's name who's in the grocery store line that looks like they're having a horrible name. And I say their name and they just they their eyes perk up like like somebody just, I don't know, made their day just by saying their name. So a smile saying somebody's name, you know, treating that, thanking them for their service. I think that can go a long way. You know, if you don't have if you don't have a bucko bucks to throw around and, and have a good time, so I agree. it's a little it's, it's probably yeah. a little bit of my Dale Carnegie stuff, but <laughs> it works. I, maybe that's why it resonates with me too. So I like that. Awesome.
1: A positive attitude as a you know tip if you can't afford to do it with money.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. A
1: combination of both is yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what we've got. The society that yeah. this society can only work in that fashion, and yeah. it really, it really, we've got to we've got to go out of our way to do. Great things for our neighbors, yeah, honestly. Pay it forward. Absolutely. Right. Well, cheers, everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody, for showing up. We got Carlos here. Carlos, you're the man. Got to shout you out every episode, my friend. <laughs> and uh, we also have Influential Finance and Inspired Money, I two guys that I know very well uh, from, from YouTube as well as podcasting. Thank you both for being here. And uh, Influential Finance says, if you give the bartender a good tip, he or she will hook you up when the bar is crowded. I like that one. That's true. It's very true. <laughs> Dwight
1: Schrute tipping rules. I'm going to have to look those up. I bet those <laughs> are hysterical. they probably stingy. <laughs> <laughs> Tip with beets,
0: right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> tip, tip with uh, extra vegetables from my garden, right? Absolutely. But thank everybody. Uh, thank you everybody for being here. We're having a lot of fun doing this. If you want to contribute, please do that here on the YouTube stream at youtube.com/slash marriage kids and money. Uh, not everybody can join live. That's okay. If you want to hit me up on social media at Andy Hill MKM. And let us know what you think of the show or any ideas you want in the future. We're having a lot of fun doing this, and we will be here again next week. Nicole and I are going on a little vacay.
1: Whitewater rafting. Hopefully we come back alive.
0: We're going whitewater rafting. We'll see. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.